Hey people, what's up? I hope y'all are doing well. This episode, I feel like it's going to be part one (laughs) and we're going to need a part two because it's a lot. I just want to, and honestly, I don't have many notes. I have my brain, you know, we should all be a little concerned right now. And it's like 1045 at night, but I also remembered, I was like, oh, I posted something on Facebook like seven weeks ago asking about people's opinions on this topic and man, oh man. I got a wide freaking variety, let me tell you. This is a controversial topic. And when I say the word, a lot of people, mainly women, are going to have like, they're going to shudder, they're going to get like annoyed, like I already know. (laughs) Because this word holds a lot of trauma it holds a lot of manipulation, so just a trigger warning. Um, we're going to be talking about submission. See, did you shudder? Because this word has been used and abused in the Christian community. Honestly, just in general. And it's something that God, again, intentioned for it to be one thing, and we've just kind of taken it and warped it into something else. Does that sound familiar? A.K.A. everything in life. Um but that's why I said there's going to be a part one and a part two because submission is a lot and I could talk about this endlessly, honestly. Um, but as you know, got to start the definition, duh. So obviously words have more than one meaning um, depending on how you use them. But this definition, one of them is a legal agreement to submit to the decision of others. An act of submitting something for consideration or inspection the condition of being submissive, humble, or compliant, the act of submitting to the authority or control of another, and the official definition of submissive, which is an adjective, um, is, it's actually loading, and I don't want to bring in the wrong definition. Um, Let's go back to submit. So just the definition of submit is to yield to governance or authority, to subject to a condition, treatment, or operation, uh, to put forward as an opinion or contention, like it just to yield oneself to the authority or will of another, to permit oneself to be subjected to something. It's a lot. Um, and this word has been used to put down women in the church. I don't care what you think or what you feel. That's a fact. Like it's been manipulated and wives, you must submit to your husbands. And that has been used for women to stay with their husband who is abusive who is mistreating the wife. And that's not okay. Um, Abuse and adultery. You can get divorced for those things. Those are like legal grounds for someone to divorce you. God would not want you to stay in a marriage that is abusive, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, psychological. And he doesn't want you to stay in a marriage that is adulterous and people are cheating on each other. Like, why are you married? Like, there seems to be a deeper root or issue there. And so, um, unfortunately submission has been used to put down women to silence women. When in reality, women are amazing and we are warriors and Jesus, there's a reason why Jesus appeared to women first when he was like, Hey guys, I'm back. (laughs) There's a reason he appeared to women Um, I don't know if people consider that or think about that, but there's, 
there's a reason. Like, nothing is a coincidence. If you're a believer and you're a Christian, you know, like, nothing's a coincidence. Women, I'm reading this article from Christianity.com, and it says, women are called to be warriors for mankind. And that is so true. Like, we as women are there to be supporters and encouragers of our men and of our partner. And I feel like that has been lost along with masculine masculinity with our men being strong men. I feel like that's also, that's a whole other conversation, but, um, we are made to complement each other and Eve was created to be a helper to Adam. Like God was like, Ooh, yikes. Yeah. It's not good for man to be alone. You need something. You need someone else there with you. So God looked at Adam and realized, yeah, it's not good for you to be alone. Like, there's part of you that's missing. And I think a lot of people forget that. They're like, oh, men, that's great. But women, though, women are so amazing. And just because we're helpers, we have that characteristic of helping and supporting doesn't mean we're lesser than a man. God looked at a man who, if someone's like, oh, men have everything. Okay, great. We can use that argument. God looked at a man who has everything and was like, wait a minute, something's missing. And he created a woman. And there was Eve. So I just kind of challenge your thinking to maybe rewire and change a little bit. But for me as a woman, it's like I am willing to be submissive to the right man. I literally had a guy get mad at me and send me like paragraphs long because I he's like you're not a submissive woman woman sorry I'm not more than one can you imagine more than one Katie <laughs> nightmares but or amazing I don't know anyway but he just got mad this is like several months ago when I tried dating apps and I just cannot do it anymore fam after like the conversations I've had The men honestly just trying to sleep with me. The men I go on dates with and I have fun with. And then they ghost me and then they come back again. They raise from the dead and they're like, hey, thinking of you. And I'm like, bro, no. Like, I don't know if he listens to my podcast, but whatever. Going in. But yeah, we have this, me and this guy, this whole conversation about celery. And this man remembered me when he was eating celery. And honestly, I consider that a win. He took a picture of it. And was still hating on celery. I love celery with hummus, peanut butter. Well, I can't have peanut butter. Almond butter, so good. But I was like, you know what? The power that I have right now, you eat celery and think of me. (laughs) Sir, you just boosted my ego so high, you don't even know. But anyway, I don't even know what I was going on. Oh, like I am so willing and I would love to submit to a man that's my husband. Not This guy got mad because it was like date one, date two, and he just expected me to submit to him, which honestly, ladies, red flag, that's like manipulation. That's just a man who wants to control you. That is not what submission is. Submission is not a man saying, oh, I can control my partner. Oh, I can control my woman. That's not what a godly man does. A godly man sees a woman and is like, wow, she's beautiful. She has flaws. Yeah. And she's beautiful inside and out. And I love her for who she is. And I'm going to support her and be there for her. I'm going to be her fortress. I'm going to be her encouragement. I'm going to be her, going to be strong for her. Those are all qualities I want in a man. I want a consistent man. When I'm having a bad day, I'd be like, can I just like sit here and cry and just let it out? 
or I'm sick. Let me bring something like reliable, like hardworking, like a great man who you know you can rely on and count on and sees that beautiful woman and is like, I want to help her grow in God. I want to help her become a better woman, not try to control her or change her. You feel me? And same thing with women and men, but I'm just talking about submission specifically. Um, and I think men do need to be cognizant, aware. That means aware. Look at me using big words. Oh my gosh. Look at me. Not even teaching anymore. Still got it. Um, (laughs) but I think they need to be aware. Like when you use the word submission, like to you as a man that might not hold a negative connotation or pain or hurt, but that's you. There are women out there when you say submission, literally have trauma. And you need to be understanding of that. Okay? Like that's non-negotiable, point blank period, end of story. Um, Because that word has been used to silence women. Like I said, for women to stay with men who are abusing them, hitting them in the face, who are R-word them. I'm not going to say it because I don't like saying it. You know, and yes, for those that are unclear, you can be R-word even if you're married to a person. If it's not consensual, that's R-word. So um, anyway, some people are like, no, you can't. And I was like, are you serious right now? <laughs> anyway, but submission starts with God. So in order to be someone who's able to submit to your partner, like you have to submit to God first in his will. And like, that's what marriage is about. And I don't know, because I'm not married. I've never been married. I would love to be married one day. I would love to be a mom. Like, oh my gosh, I really want kids. But I need a husband first. Well, actually, I don't need a husband, period. But I would like to <laughs> have a husband first. Anyway, um, and it's it starts with you submitting to God and his will. Like, women, we need that security um, in regard, like, going back to, sorry, I'm jumping around. But, like talking about love, like women want to be secure and we want to feel safe. That's what we want. If we don't feel secure, safe, there will be issues. We're going to be argumentative. We're going to be upset. It's if we don't feel safe and I'm including physically, I hope we feel physically safe, but like emotionally and mentally, then that's going to be a problem and men need respect. So if that's lacking, there's going to be an issue. Um, Women need security and love and men need respect. And men really look to respect, if anything, from other men, which is a whole other thing about like heteronormative or I guess that'd be homonormative. I don't know. But I just saw an interesting TikTok about all of that. But anyway, I digress. Um, So again, like I said, this is going to be part one. But even like the word submission and being submissive for a lot of people it holds hurt, but like that's not how God intended it. People have used that word and changed it. Um, in this article that I'm reading from Christianity Today, it says, according to Paul, a faithful husband willingly lays down his life for his wife. He abandons his own will, affections, and needs for her sake, just as Jesus laid down his life for the church. So everyone's making the argument that like women need to be submissive, like my wife needs to be men. The husbands, y'all are called down to lay down your life for your wife. You are called to protect her. You are called to 
love her in the way that she needs that and wants that. That is a big task. (laughs) So if you want a woman to be submissive to you and give you that respect and support you and let you lead, you need to be a strong man who is willing to lay down your life for your wife, to lay down your own selfish desires for your wife, to lay down your own prerogative for your wife. Like, if you want to do something, she wants to do something, like, you might need to take the L and even though you shouldn't view it as an L, really. Um, and be like, hey, honey, like, we're going to do that. You know, I want to support you. I want to do what you want to do. And just have an open mind with stuff. Even if it's simple, like, where you want to go out to dinner. Like, little things like that really make a difference. Um, so, in regards to that, the will, uh, blah, the wife willingly surrenders to her husband just as her husband chooses to surrender his will to, to, to Christ, to God. So if your husband, and kind of like the umbrella, I don't know if y'all have seen the graphic of like God and then the husband and all kind of trickles down. I'm sorry, I'm like tripping over my words. But the husband will submit to God and follow his lead and follow his will and be a man of God, a man of honor. And in return, the wife will surrender to her husband and be submissive to her husband so if the husband's demanding all these things and the husband's really not being submissive to God and submitting to God, that's where the issue lies. Because a lot of men complain, oh, these women, but are you, what are you doing? You're supposed to be the spiritual leader of this household. What are you doing? You know? Um, and like, again, I have never been married. I would love to be married one day. But marriage is like, you have to, you cannot be selfish in marriage. Like, you are now, you created a covenant, or you, not created a covenant, well, yeah. Um, in front of God, in front of people that were there for the ceremony, if they were, but in front of God, that's what we care about, that you would love this person. And now you have a responsibility to protect that person and cherish them and help them grow and encourage them like your responsibilities have changed you know um so it takes two to tango obviously like spout both spouses should be wanting or willing to listen to each other honestly little random acts of kindness make a big deal like they have a big effect um whether that's like hey he wants to go the article uses this, uses this example, like, repair his truck or do something in the garage. And, like, she might be like, hey, let me, like, teach me something. Let me learn something. And, or she'll go out in the garage, get a book, and sit there and just be there with him. Like, that, you don't even have to say anything. You don't even have to have a verbal discussion. That's, like, you supporting your man. You know, if your wife's, like, doing a puzzle or she's, doing a tour, like, hey, can I help you do that? Or if she's doing a puzzle, literally just go sit in the same room with her. Like, she's going to be like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like, I guarantee you, she might not say anything at first. She'll look over and be like, what's going on? But that to her, it's like, you see her. You want to spend time with her. You want to support her. Maybe you want to help her with the puzzle. Like, it's really cute. My mom loves puzzles. And my dad tries to, my dad's a funny, goofy guy. Funny, jokey guy. And he'll always be like, hey, I found a piece. And it's like, not the, (laughs) it's the opposite of 
type of piece you should be putting in that puzzle. And it's just like him reaching out and like, you know what I'm saying? Like meeting her where she's at. But to end this, um, submission is definitely a team effort. It should not be put all on the woman as it tends to be put on the woman. <laughs> like just from what I've read, like in the church and outside the church, it's always like women need to be submissive. Women need to do this. But I'm like, what are you as the man doing? Are you leading her? Are you a safe fortress for her to go to? Are you showing her you are you, that you are submitting and being submissive to God's will? Because it starts with you. Men are the leaders of that household. So I'm just saying, I you know, it's not right or fair for the women to just bear the brunt of the submission argument when in reality... If you're married to someone, y'all are a team now. You you chose that. Of course, it's going to have like ups and downs as any marriage does. But you chose that. You know, like even if you're given an ultimatum, you could have said no. <laughs> like you chose to marry that person and take that next step. Because you could have said no, but you said yes. So now here we are. But... I'll end it with this. Um, the article says, Smission may be a lot of things, but is not what the world makes it out to be. It is becoming a team. A team that has different talents, perspectives, and gifts. It is a relationship of lifting up the other and one bending to the other in the fluid, everyday marital moments. It means working together in the blending beauty and grace of submission to create a unified front and presenting that to the world. I think that's so beautiful. Like, oh, I love that. Because it's a team effort and marriage is an amazing, beautiful thing that God created. Um, And I think a lot of us forget about that. And we forget that submission and a strong team, you have to talk and you have to communicate and you have to give each other grace and work together. You know, even if that means like you hate each other's guts, but you're going to therapy and you're trying, you know, like if your marriage is struggling, like at least try to mend it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just can't give up on something that God has brought together like that. Of course, if you're in a marriage that is abusive or there's cheating going on, like you have grounds to leave and get a divorce. That's biblical. No one should ever be forced or shamed to stay into a marriage that is abusive or your husband's cheating or there's other issues going on, maybe he struggles with alcohol, like that, you know, um, that needs to be addressed and like he needs to be in therapy and there's, there's a lot there. But this word, I just urge the men in particular, like be willing to listen and realize that this word does hold a lot of hurt for women in the church, especially with like in regards to purity culture and like sexuality and just sex in general, I feel like I talk about sex a lot. <laughs> Someone told me, you know who you are. Like you always talk about sex. And I was like, I swear I don't, but I'm like, maybe I do. I need to stop. Um, sex is powerful. That's what I'm saying. But anyway, just give each other grace and it's a beautiful blended beauty. I love that. So I hope you all enjoyed this brief little episode on submission. Let me know your thoughts. How would you define submission? And then how are you doing that if you're married, if you want to share? That'd be really interesting. All right. Talk to y'all next time. Bye.